everybody, and welcome to our podcast called Connecting Through Commerce, powered by Aramex. Over the next couple weeks, we will be dabbling with some interviews of some business legends. These business legends are either going to be telling us amazing stories, casting visions of the future, and just trying to set the scene for what is no doubt a very, very exciting next couple of years in the world of commerce, e-commerce, and traditional retail, and omni-channel, and all these other things in between. Join us, and I'm sure you will spend the time well. I mean, Tim, it, it is, it's an amazing story. And, I, and the product, I mean, we were talking mm. from the beginning of this, yeah. of this deal. And, and it's worth mentioning that the platform you're talking about, the sort of post-it to post-it mm. and the way we're going to do it was built basically for Back you. For Black Market, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, it was for you. There are a few other guys now subsequently who've, who've emerged and gone like, we could actually Me probably use this, this solution mm. and it's a, it's a very well-timed mm. solution. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, how, what's the uptake been? Um, very good question. From a store perspective, uh, we've got requests about 50 stores. We haven't created this yet. We're going to do it now because our PR aggressively started about a week and a half ago, beginning of this month. Mm. I held back on it purposely because I needed to make some changes to the platform itself from the interface and they're busy organizing the building the app now. Mm. The reason we don't have an app at this point in time is keeping in mind that we're targeting informal traders as well. We have a web interface that works perfectly on the phone as well. Mm. Yeah. So we've got a website that's suitable for doesn't have to be a smartphone, just a normal phone. Keeping in mind, like I say, we have to accommodate everybody. Yeah. But the app, especially now with us intending on going into point of sales, which I'll touch on just now, is inevitable. So after we've conquered Africa, we're gonna, um, we've already designed it, we've got a partnership in place, we're gonna have our own swipe machines, black market rated swipe machines, so then your informal trades can have some of those. But also we finalized the Zepa concept as well. Mm. So we're gonna have informal trades across Africa, having these QR codes. So if you walk in, it can just point. So not place. with Zapper, but via your app. Yeah, our own. So within, your app into yeah. your crypto, yeah. your your sort of in-app currency. Exactly. Yeah. We've created this whole crypto uh, galaxy, of which I call, of which hardware will plug into our digital payment point of sale system, our physical point of sale system, and our e-commerce will sit on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, because we had to do it that way that um, we're able to roll out across Africa without concerning ourselves with every country's regulations and reserve bank. So we'll probably, we most probably gonna sit on top of the entire continent and people will be able to, uh, the same way we've got crypto, we call it ESA, electronic rent. It's kind of cryptocurrency. So even Kenya, you're gonna have your e-shilling because they trade in shillings, for example. But you'll always be in a position to via app trade, exchange in between. So you can go into the platform, buy and sell. At any given time, you can exchange back into your local currency. But the entire galaxy is owned by us. So you've invented money as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Added to your bio. You know, invented an African currency. Tim, what might go wrong here? I mean, mm. I, I guess there's, there, mm. there's an optimism in you which is mm. Un, mm. unbounded. It's amazing. Yeah. What are the risks? What have you thought about in terms of kind of challenges? You know, how, how are you preparing for competition? Competition's good, yeah. but how, how are you preparing for that? And, and I guess what will become a competitive space? Okay, I think what's going to happen is someone's going to buy us out. 
which is also a good problem to have. We'll see when we get there. But I think there's a skepticism around cryptocurrency that uh, some people are creating. So I think, firstly, across Africa, because politicians don't put a lot of, yeah, they don't like thinking. So in across Africa, if a politician, for example, might not understand crypto, they would ban it in the countries. It happened in uh, Nigeria already. Because they don't understand it. Their mind is it's used for scams mm. and corruption, which is not. Mm. Crypto is actually the opposite of what people regard mm. it to be. It comes with its security and a peace of mind. So a, what you call it, an unschooled or maybe spiteful politician in a country might ban it. That's a concern I have about up in Africa. But that's why I said earlier, if we have our own galaxy, top of all the reserve banks and exchanges, they can't touch us in that regard. But also locally, like I said earlier in our conversation, that there, might, there are guys out there with a lot of money in the e-commerce space. So they will probably come up with something similar. But it gives us a head start of about four or five years for them to get to us. Um, my biggest concern at this point in time is onboarding people, training the shop assistants. Yeah. That to me is if we don't get that right, if you don't get people on the ground slow uh, buying, mm. informal traders might have used this platform. I don't blame them. I mean, the guys have been promised so much, not only from government, but mm. every second entrepreneur came with a solution to the informal traders. But in the end, they were the ones losing. For example, if a bank goes into a, an informal industry, they promise the guys the world. But they forget to tell them, listen, yeah, there's banking fees, there's withdrawal mm. fees, etc. So, and there's a reason informal traders don't want to be formalized. Mm. If they receive a 10 rand payment, in their mind, there's a 10 rand. Now, you want to formalize yeah. and that comes into play and, and withdrawal yeah, yeah. fees. And so now, black market still afford them their comfort that, listen, yeah, your 10 is your 10 rand. Black market, once you're not a platform, you don't pay transaction fees because it's in a, currency, a cryptocurrency state. So now, my biggest challenge at this point in time would be, that's why we focused on training our shop assistants. Our next step is educating the masses, the mm. informal traders is to listen here. We know your concern around bank fees. We know your concern around VAT, et cetera, et cetera. Now with black market, there's not a concern at all. So once we break that, once I can break through that, of which I'm optimistic we're going to do, the sky's the limit. I do not see any reason why a black market cannot be a success. And from a from a like a buyer perspective, mm. so let's let's say your fifty um, stores, mm. you know, get rooted up and they're ready to go. And now we've obviously got to get the buyers there. Mm. How how do you get the individuals there to to buy off this platform and and want what they're selling? Are we gonna are you gonna advertise the individual stores? Sort of what's the I, I don't I'll know. Go to I, market. I love I'll go to, to shop. Market, yeah. I love mm. to shop. So I mean, this is another platform for me to do that. But <laughs> yeah. what's going to make? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Probably, what's what's going to bring people to buy and to shop and to look around? Very good point. Uh, my PR comes busy working there, but we need to go on first an education drive. So listen, there's this new kid on the block called Black Market. Yeah. What makes us different from uh, others? We also have to steer away from focusing on blockchain because it might scare a lot yeah. of people. So we don't talk about blockchain. We just say we can guarantee 100% safety security and 100% money back guarantee. Yeah. But we've earmarked certain organizations yeah, that's already dealing with uh, your SMEs and informal traders. 
for example, DTI, your NYDA, your National Youth Development Agency. So we've yes. earmarked some of those. We've engaged organizations like those. They will then migrate their databases of SMEs and informed traders onto us. Okay. Yeah. So that way we already scooping a, a large number of existing stores, uh, startup stores and informal traders. But then obviously we need to get the users that's on your take lots, etc., on our platform as well. And um, exhibitions and conventions like the ones I'll be attending next week will make sure that black market gets the accreditation mm -hmm. and the reputation and credibility required for the likes of you to actually trust our platform as well. Yeah. So it's a multi-pronged approach. We need to get what's already out there from a government perspective, those databases. At the same time, we need to partner with brands like yourself and initiatives like this upcoming event to make mm -hmm. sure that we get the required credibility. I'm not concerned about take-up. Yeah. Uh, COVID, I always tell people, COVID, yeah, it had its losses. I mean, I lost my father-in-law due to COVID, mm -hmm. so I know it, it struck, thank you, struck pros, though. But COVID also came with advantages, and uh, just depends how we look at it. Mm. In 2016, I never knew there was going to be a COVID, but I came up with this concept because I knew it's going to be required. COVID now even taught the most informal trader in startup, listen, yeah, you need to be online. Mm. Yeah, you need to be visible online. So COVID is doing at least 50% of our selling. In how it's to been the change. It's been, exactly. There would have been some other change probably as well. Agreed. But mm. but this was it. Yeah, and also we're going to use um, um, influencers. But yes. not, yeah, but proper influencers. If you, an influencer in the crypto space will use you to promote Celestia. Because uh, you've got your audience already. Celestia, mm. go check out this thing. It's what we've been talking about the last 10 years. So you will use influencers in different spheres, yeah. right? But must be relevant influencers. And also, we've created something similar to TikTok, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and invented TikTok <laughs> yeah. version two. Yeah. yeah. So okay. something similar to that. So we now manage to hyperlink or make videos interactive. So we will get maybe an influencer to dress up in, a, yeah, Air Max gear. If you like what you see, you click on it. It takes you to black mark. You check out your pay. So yeah, we've come yeah. up with all of these um, ideas on how we're gonna penetrate the market, but it must be multi-pronged and it must be balanced. We need equal, yes, we need informal traders, but we also need formal traders mm. because we don't want to be seen as a charity mm. platform just for informal traders because these big boys, I mean, they're churning billions and they've only scraped the surface in the formal industry. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I just want 10% of the formal industry. Yeah. I don't want Africa, I'll be everywhere then. So it doesn't even have to, you know, be classified as informal. Like, you know, you've got those Kramer's markets and all of those wonderful mm. things that happen. And there's like really amazing goods and, you know, food yeah. stuffs and everything that comes out of it. But again, they're not big enough to be a take a lot type vibe, but they also aren't big enough to do their own thing. So they kind of then stay in this well. I'll just, you know, keep going to my stall and selling mm. it and then COVID hit and what do you do? Mm. You then don't have a, a scenario for that. And black market is the perfect, perfect spot for not only informal and formal mm. markets, but, but the, the in-between in in markets, yeah. you know. Mm. But it also, as, as we've discussed, you have insight mm. and a voice in a market that most people don't have a clue about. Yeah. Don't know how to penetrate, don't really know enough about and I mean, we, we've discussed this, the, the, the platform that Black Market mm -hmm. offers 
to a traditional merchant, mm. a formal sector merchant. You give them access to the black market. It's it's access yeah. and it's access and safety, because you know again when when there's unknowns, there's uncertainty and there's a lack of trust. So mm. you solve a bunch of those problems with this platform, and I, I think it's a it's well timed, Tim. You know, you were right in 2016 <laughs> to be thinking about this. Thanks sure. for it, yeah. Yeah, as I told before, we're giving these big brands access to the black market, literally, um, irrespective of how we look at it. Yeah, black market is a platform for all um, businesses, form, informal or races. But if we have to drill down, we can even give these big brands access mm. to the black market exactly. they never had access to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the guys are spending millions over these years, they have been spending millions over these years, with campaigns and initiatives trying to penetrate that market, but the security has always been an issue to them. Yeah. Mm. How do we do it in a secure environment? How do we get our return on investment? And suddenly black market opens up that for them even. Is your IT ready for what's coming? I is it ready for lots and lots of concurrent users and merchants in Africa? Before I answer, is Aramis ready? <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> Can't say no to that one. <laughs> yeah, from infrastructure perspective, it was, yeah, we're using uh, yeah, your Google services and Amazon services from a capacity perspective. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can handle the load. But to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to the day where it collapsed. I want it to crash. Yeah, if my platform... Just for a little while. Yeah, if it just crashes, <laughs> yeah. I'll, if it crashes, I'll be happy that this thing is working. And we'll come up, obviously, we've got the fallover yeah. site in place. So, yeah, from technology perspective, we are ready. My, what we're not ready for at this point in time is an influx of requests, I must be honest with you. Because we outsource that uh, virtual um, call center yes. component to somebody. So hoping that if the demands come, they'll be able to handle those demands. But apart from from technology perspective, we sorted. The blockchain enables us to handle thousands of transactions per second. So things can fly up and down. From a logistic perspective, Edimax has been proven to be able to handle these loads. So yeah, we are ready. We are ready and we're looking forward to going live and just start trading. And I'm looking forward to when, trading. When is the live? What's what's the... First of next month. It was supposed to be this month. But then I put it on hold. Like I said... Christy's already putting a note to must yeah. shop on the <laughs> yeah. market. Because, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, just last week we actually ran a campaign on Twitter as well. So we get quite a number of requests for shop creation, etc., etc. So we're going to spend next two weeks creating these stores, these requests we've got. And then as of first of next month, we're going to go live. Now next week, I actually want to announce it when I do the presentation as well. We're going to go live. But I must go back to the conversation. The fact that they got back to the solution, please come, pre come present, means we busy with something that's needed, like you say, yep. the right place at the right time. Um, challenges I foresee purely from maybe operational when it comes to your call center perspective, but... Yeah. The system is built in such a way that it's complete, it's a standalone and independent system, it doesn't require any human intervention. And we've done it in such a way that I can't be evangelizing about blockchain and security and independent come with it if we have to babysit a solution. Yeah. But very exciting times there, very, very exciting times there. South Africa, SADC, you know, you move mm -hmm. up through Africa, does it stop at the edge of Africa or is this a world, is this a so, world needed problem? Yeah. The thing is, the world loves Africa. That's a fact. They will love African products, love African services, African ways, craft. So once we've covered the entire Africa, like we've got a pan-African approach, 
we want to present Africa to the world in such a way that they recognize us for what we worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to dictate. I mean, they all want to be here, but they come in their own terms. Yeah. But now, once we in that position, let's just take it or leave it. They will buy our products and our services, at least with our trades and our terms. So I'm actually looking forward to that. And about I think a month ago, these all the African countries signed that uh, inter-African mm, free trade, kind uh, free of, trade yeah. thing. I spoke to the guys, the project owner, and they told me, Mr. Lesnia, we know what we do, but we don't know how to do it. So that's why they've been engaging me as well. Because they're talking about a all African currency. You can't do that. We're far away from it, but black market can enforce this in the sense that each country will still trade in their currency, but they'll be able to exchange into crypto that mm. sits that unite Africa. Mm. But at any given time, they can change, exchange into their own local currency. So there's only way you can have an African currency. You still allow each country to trade in their own currency, but you should be able to exchange into a united or one global African cryptocurrency and then change back in our black market can afford them that. So, yeah, and hopefully soon they're going to have to adopt it, but no choice. I mean, you mentioned Dogecoin earlier. Mm. Is, is Dogecoin it? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the other thing with it, with it, online cryptocurrency mm. or, or, a, or a layer above mm. the country's currency is that you can promote in any country easily. Yeah. Any, without any Here's regulation. on-app currency. You can, you can try us, you can exchange in your, current, your country. Mm. I mean, it's a huge advantage. So. Yeah, and with our precious Elon Musk promoting cryptocurrency, it's actually opening the doors for us. Uh, it's just amazing how, okay, Africa's got the youngest population in the world mm. and the most tech-savvy population in the world. Uh, South Africa is lagging behind big yeah. time. Yeah, in Africa you can launch an app now or a platform now, and they just show it. Uh, what's wrong here then? Not wrong. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's hold? Why are we lagging? I would think because, our, I mean, we raised that you have to go to varsity before you're smart to think you can use your brain. I think this is happening in South Africa. In other African countries, you can give a ten-year-old boy a phone and dissect it, build it, and go wild with it. Yeah, so I think the way we were raised out Africa is making us lag behind. But from a technology perspective and a technology uptake perspective, South Africa is lagging behind. We South Africa, sorry, South mm. Africa is trailing behind the rest of Africa because we've adopted American and Western mm. styles in thinking. Yeah. So in South Africa, we will only adopt something that worked in the UK. We're waiting for someone else to do yeah. it first. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. Africa, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. In Africa, this guy, I mean, there's a platform called Jumia. Jumia is huge. Yeah, Jumia is huge. I've got a question here. It says, how quickly could Africa be part of this? And in fact, are we already lagging? Mm-hmm. Right, so you've already talked about that. Where's Jumia on your radio? <laughs> radar? So anyway, you read yeah, the Jumia is <laughs> not African only. Belgium no, only. no. Yeah. So, but they're they, different as well, T. I mean, Jumia is like a, it's like a classified man. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, we an integrated e-commerce platform, classified platform, a services platform. Like, so you can list your skill sets. We're also now going like in the point of sale space, with even our own swiping machines and our uh, Zeppo-like technology. So, Jumia will come to. They will have to come onto our platform because remember, we'll be able to white label black market in certain areas. So Jumia can come to get them. Let's use your your escrow payment platform for Jumia. Are you going to call it white market then? <laughs> what are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah. So we will have situations like that where they will probably request us to white label and they use our payment platform. So we'll cross a bridge when we get there. But 
my objective and vision is to have this all integrated, all inclusive Africa when it comes to payment, e-commerce, marketplace. And it is doable. And I think to answer you, we I think black markets are gonna grow bigger outside and quicker outside the borders of Africa. Yeah. Because we've been getting so many requests. The in uh, meeting I this yesterday, sorry, with the Seco guys, is a lady, she's a scholar, and she's studying blockchain. And for some reason, she came across me and she in, uh, she contacted me via LinkedIn. And then she opened the doors to ECOWAS because she is part of the African Union, SECU and also no So I think the rest of Africa is going to child black market, and which is good to me because uh, that's where your message lies. You've got yeah. 1.4 billion people versus 54 million South Africa. Mm-hmm. But I would like for it to be successful in South Africa first, of which I'm confident it's going to be. Because there is an industry. Mm. There are the informal traders. There are there. I mean, it's 100 billion. I saw that this morning in the airport, I just to refresh my memory. In 2018, the informal trader was 100 billion plus. Yeah, the industry informal. I mean, so, so that's one of my other questions. I mean, there's a reason. There mm. has to be a reason that everyone likes cash, right? Mm. I mean, certainly it used to be that no one can see cash mm. just between, yeah. between friends, yeah. right? Yeah. How willing are people going to be to get rid of that okay. uh, anonymity and very, invisibility very, and so on because it's a very because question. they're gonna have to start paying tax yeah. and, and you know other things other reality checks are going to kick in once mm. it's all out on the table yeah, but i've engaged guys in that regard mm. they also call this into effect that firstly in order for them to get finance for a vehicle or house or whatever it might be or student loan for the kids they need to shoot up uh, show something show yeah. yeah so they understand that listen yeah we need to go that route and also have engaged them and they're willing to pay that vet and tax whatever under condition that they get those credit lines but more importantly if we can give them more access to bigger client base now that's mm. what black market does we tell them you're selling now in 10 meter radius so we can make that 10 meters 100 meters mm. so it doesn't even matter if you pay tax mm. it doesn't matter you get the Bigger client base meaning you're gonna make more money. So and also in that process, yeah. yeah. So even if you pay tax, it's nothing, but on top of that, you get the benefits of credit lines and and, and. Mm-hmm. so that's how they understand it. Sure. I and, mean, and sorry, uh, remember all these guys also, they might trade in cash amongst themselves, but that money must go to a bank sooner or later. Yeah. So they're open to that, yeah, the money must be digitized, must be banked somewhere. But then uh, if I want my money, because one guy told me, I give you 10 rand, but if I want to draw, you take one rand of my money. So they, the one, they skeptic about that. So now tell them, listen, with black market, once you own the platform, your 10 rand remains your 10 rand. And on top of it, if you trade in black market, you buy and sell, you earn loyalty points, which is ESA. Mm. And ESA equates to one rand. So your thing is like your e-bucks, but mm. yeah, if you have one ESA, it's like literally one rand. So if I buy from t- from now on the platform, because there's no banking fees or transaction fees, that four percent was gonna go to the bank, goes back into my uh, into my wallet, my digital mm. wallet. Mm. So meaning by shopping and trading on black market, I earn cash. Cash was gonna go to the bank. Now that's where my shop assistant program is so crucial because as a shop assistant you go to the guy next to the road you must illustrate to that listen yeah it's only benefit and only yeah. beneficial to you and your business to go into black market 
But it's a bit of life coaching. It's a bit of financial planning. I mean, yeah. that, that shop assistant's actually doing a lot. It is, yeah. And also, um, what I've noted was by engaging the informal traders is they be looking for a solution again that's them with stock and financial now black market is mm. over you can pull a report we'll show you how many products you have how many you've sold so it's a stock taking and a stock management solution it's a financial you can print your finances from there so once they understand that they just jump at it and do it and that salesperson is going to walk them through that whole yes. process so it's mm. also then like a bit of learning and, and yeah. knowledge yeah. gain and, and it's a mentor it's, it's mentoring and coaching yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the beauty of this thing is you don't stop the informal trader from being informal mm. you tell the machine I don't expect you to close shop now yeah. I just want to add another leg to your business yeah. and allow me to do that yeah Yeah. why are you still making a tenant allow me to generate another tenant for you yeah. you've got nothing to lose and once you position like that they will jump at it because I mean I've engaged a lot of guys in this regard uh, Newsroom Africa asked me actually do a live with them in two weeks. Where actually if we go into informal traders with an iPad, sure. create stores for them, get them on board. So I'm going to do that as well. Okay. Yeah, and the thing is very key. Sort of, it's very key for them to understand. We don't expect you to close shop. Yeah. You still continue as usual, but you're going online as well. And if you get better results going online without having to sit next to the road in an umbrella, why not just slow it down and be online? That's it. That is. It's so clever. It's awesome. It's keep keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But if that person in Cape Town wants to buy what you're selling in Joburg, go for it. Exactly, and you sell for yeah. ten, and we can sell it for hundred in Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, it's been it's been such a pleasure chatting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know if there's anything you'd you feel we haven't covered that you'd really like to to talk about. Um, I think I I just love the product. I, I mean, yeah. from the moment I heard about it, I was mm-hmm. excited, and and I think. I'm more excited now and I'm yeah. feeling happy as well as excited. Anything yeah. else you want to tell yeah, us? From my side, um, I've just recently decided that um, from an equity perspective, I'm going to open it up to um, store owners. So how it would work is for every, trans- like I said earlier, if you do if you transact on our platform, you earn points or you earn ESA, which equates to cash. So when we get to a point where we do dividends in the company, maybe once a year, twice a year, whatever it might be, you have an option at that point in time. You can withdraw mm. your cash or you can can be translated into dividends into the company. So that way, the store owners on our platform uh, can become shells in the business. So we're going to be the first crypto publicly listed platform in the world as well. So because if people know, listen, you let me keep my money in the platform without cashing yeah. it into mm. rent, uh, I can become a shareholder, a digital shareholder. Yeah. They will encourage them to remain keep money on our platform and the more money that remains on our platform the higher the value of the business grows so that's been uh, developed at this point in time it's also in the crypto space and in silicon valley many companies over these years how they would do business is you come up with a beautiful concept you just do step one or five and then you list it as well say listen guys this is the end point i'm here already i've invested a million rand. i need another four to get there mm. in exchange for that i have real five percent only mm. so yeah i'm playing and toying around with that idea as well to get more people involved in a business get more capital so i can realize my african vision sooner than having to wait for a few years so yeah so it's very exciting times for black market and i really really have to once again reiterate the importance and the crucial element and crucial part that Aramex is playing in this regard because 
I can have this big vision and dream, but without legs, it means nothing. Yeah. And Airmax is literally providing me those legs or the feet I need. Yeah, I, th- I think the post needs are well positioned. There's no doubt about it. We, you know, strategically, they're an important part of what Airmax can mm-hmm. offer. And uh, it's, a, it's a privilege to be able to offer mm-hmm. them to something like this, which I think really is going to change it's going to change the commerce market. You know, our, our last podcast, we were discussing this idea of, is there really such a thing as e-commerce in a couple mm. of years' time? Or is everything going to be somehow e-enabled anyway? Mm. You know, and, and therefore, it's just commerce, just another mm. type of commerce. So I think black market's very, very exciting in that space, leading leading the charge because you had your idea all your, <laughs> your years back. And uh, it's just been great having you here, Tim. Thanks very much for your time. And no, thanks for your been, insight. Yeah, it's been great to be here. And I didn't prepare for this. Oh, just well done. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great chat. Yeah, so looking forward. I'm looking forward to growing my relationship with Aramex. I'm looking forward to penetrating Africa. And I'm moving to Cape Town end of next year. Ah, no, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just holiday here a bit? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, thank you so much for Good. time, guys. Thank you for coming. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Cheers. Thank you so much for our guests for joining us today and sharing all your knowledge and insights. We thoroughly enjoyed it and we know our audiences did too. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and we're looking very forward to the next one.